Hi. Hey, hello. I am Tawny Thompson. I am an actor and fight choreographer, podcaster, voiceover person located here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I've been a main cast member of the Theater of the Mind Players for just over a year. But I wanted to try my hands at something just a little bit different. I am also an avid hiker and backpacker. And one of the things that I have noticed very much recently uh, is that I have a very hard time finding gear that not only fits me, but functions well. Um, backstory, I am five foot one and 127-ish pounds, um, give or take, uh, depending on the day. <laughs> um and I've just found that a lot of the gear that I need either doesn't fit well, doesn't have good pockets, and pockets are so important, or it's just like $100,000 million. Um, so I'm interested in bringing awareness to that as well as just kind of uh, documenting the seven-day backpacking trip that my husband, Ethan, say Hi. Hi. Uh, the seven-day backpacking trip that Ethan and I are taking along the Superior Hiking Trail, which, uh, if you don't know, goes uh, all the way along Lake Superior from um, from Canada through Minnesota down to Wisconsin. We will be doing 77 miles over seven days and six nights. Uh, that amount might actually change because there's a little bit of a trail closure that we have to go around and I haven't calculated that in yet. But anyhow, um, 77-ish miles on the Superior Hiking Trail and we're leaving in 17 days. So it's going to be really exciting. My goal is to document just our trip and some of the weird hacks that we discover along the way, tips and tricks for finding gear for small ladies because y'all know where I'm coming from. Um, and yeah, so this will be the first episode, maybe, of the Not So Bigfoot show um, podcast. Haven't nailed that down. Not So Bigfoot thing that I'm doing, unless it sucks balls, in which case I just won't release it. And that's uh, that's how we're going to run this. So um, also, as a side note, obviously, normally when I'm doing voiceover work, um, I would be recording in a very quiet place. But my goal is to show the difference um, between uh, where I am now, which is here in Milwaukee in my house, and there are cars going past, and there's an air conditioner, and there's buzzing from electronics and stuff. Um, and obviously, along the trail, we will be completely in the backcountry. I have uh, sourced a microphone that gets pretty decent quality, but also plugs into my phone, um, which will be on airplane mode pretty much the entire time we're gone. We're going to try to check in with the family and friends who are watching our house, etc. while we're gone. But otherwise, we will be completely off the grid um, with almost no electronics. And uh, yeah, so thanks for joining me on the opening of this first episode of the Not So Bigfoot thing. And uh, this is Tawny Thompson. Hey, it's me again. So we are now T minus 12 days out from go time for the trip. I wanted to take a minute to talk about our route and some of the information that I learned while I was planning, as well as just some of our big four gear purchases that we made for the trip or that we had laying around from other stuff that we tend to continue using. I'm not going to talk about every piece of gear right now. I am going to try to talk about a lot of that stuff as it comes up throughout the trip and as 
you know, we've got some new stuff, and I want to talk about those things as we go to review what I thought of them and how it worked out for our trip in particular. But for now, I am going to just talk about the main four pieces of gear, the backpack, the sleeping bag, the tent, the sleeping pad. But Before we do that, I am going to talk a little bit about route planning. So the Superior Hiking Trail is super cool and unique in that it operates a shuttle system that you can use instead of having to do a loop or like an out and back. So you can just park your car in one spot, take the shuttle up and hike straight back to it. So it's really, really cool. I was pretty excited when I found out that we were able to do that. So we are starting at the Castle Danger parking area, which as I understand it is on private land as a lot of the Superior Trail is. However, the people who own that private land are good enough to allow the trail to operate different things there. So in this case, a parking site that the shuttle stops at Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And I believe they stop twice a day at each wayside. And you can schedule different pickups. You can schedule the morning or the afternoon, or if they know that they're looking for you and they cannot find you and you were supposed to be coming off the trail, they know that you might have had a problem and they'll keep an eye out for you, you know, either at the next pickups or whatnot. So it's kind of neat that they can keep an eye on things that way and they know that your car is where it is. So we're taking the shuttle from Castle Danger out to the Caribou Falls Wayside and we will be arriving there at like 9.30 in the morning, I believe. So it's about a two-hour drive. One of the bigger things that I came across when I was trying to schedule our trip and just start doing some route planning was that I wasn't able to find the pricing for the shuttle easily. Mind you, I was route planning in like October, November, December of last year, so I probably was a little bit overzealous and should have just waited. Um, But it was one of those things that I really wanted to know as I was trying to figure out what was going on. If it was going to cost us a million bucks to use the shuttle, I was going to find another way around. But for our trip, it's going to be 80 bucks for both of us. So that's $40 each. And it's, again, like a two-hour shuttle ride. Now, the shuttle costs do change based on how many uh, stops you're going. So if you're going further out, it costs more. If you're staying closer in, it costs less. Um, and I thought that was kind of a neat way of doing it. And for those of you who hike with your furry friends, they do allow dogs on the shuttle. Unfortunately, we're not bringing any of our floofs with us, but that is a thing that they do offer with the shuttle. It does cost a little bit extra and you have to obviously like register your dog and show that they have their shots and everything up to date. But I think it's really neat that they allow for that with the shuttles. So uh, our starting point will be the Caribou Falls Wayside, which is just south of Temperance River State Park. And our trail will be going through a number of different state parks, which I think is super awesome that they all kind of work together to create this trail system. We'll be going through Crosby Manitou, Tatagouche, Split Rock Lighthouse, and Gooseberry Falls State Parks. And we're expecting to see some really varied landscapes. Apparently, we're going to see everything from beautiful views of Lake Superior to various kinds of forests. I was reading different maple and oak and birch forests, which I'm expecting to just be gorgeous in September, and some apparently really stunning waterfalls, rivers, and cliffsides that we'll be traveling along. We do expect to be in moose country as well as black bear territory. They have had some wolves and coyotes, I believe, a little bit further north on the trail than we will be, so we're not necessarily worried about wolves and coyotes, but obviously we're going to be prepared anyways. Uh, We've got a lot of things in place to make sure that we're not caught unawares by black bears or moose because they can both be kind of dangerous. But that being said, uh, I'll talk through those as we kind of get there. 
And I will be operating a companion blog along with the show here that I will be posting a lot of pictures from the trail. Well, not from the trail. Once we get back on the trail, um, once we get back from, once we get back home from the hike, I will post a lot of pictures to that. So that's going to be at notsobigfoot.home.blog. Feel free to keep an eye out there. Maybe I'll post some road trip pics as we're headed up to the trail. But for now, uh, there's not too much to see there. So one of the other really cool things that I learned about the Superior Hiking Trail as I was planning this trip was the spacing of the campsites is just super awesome. There are a gajillion campsites on this trail if you're north of Duluth. Sidebar, if you're trying to hike south of Duluth, there's just not a whole lot of camping. So, you know, if you're trying to do the through hike, if you're trying to be one of those people who hikes the whole trail, just keep that in mind. But if you're north of Duluth, you shouldn't have a problem. The section that we're hiking, I believe the furthest in between campsites is like 6.2 miles or something like that. So it's kind of neat that we can have a day where, okay, we covered way more ground. We'd like to keep pushing and gather some extra miles under our belt that day and hit a different campsite or say we're moving a little bit slowly one day or the the land is a little bit harder to get over, we can stop a little sooner and, and rest more easily. Or, for example, you show up at a campsite, there's like eight other people there and you'd rather be alone, you can keep going and try to hit the next site. Uh, so it's kind of neat. It's very fluid that way. You don't have to worry about which site you're hitting. So that being said, I want to talk a little bit about our main four gear pieces. So backpacks for me are the hardest part of my gear. I'm really small and I've always had a hard time finding something that fits me well. And every time I try to go to a different brand, it just never works out. And at some point, like why would I want to? Um, Osprey does a really, really good bag and I have found it to be incredibly comfortable. I've been using the same bag for like four years because there's no need to change it out. I have the Osprey Kite 46. It is a beautifully designed bag that I have never felt discomfort in, especially for a small person, like trying to make sure that everything is cinched in exactly where I need it to be and it stays exactly where I put it. So that's awesome. And it has just a really great intuitive storage system. There's so many little extra pockets for the weird little stuff as well as just like those big open spaces that you really need without being a massive bag. So it is like technically for probably a two or three, maybe four day hike, we're going on seven. So if I was going alone, I would absolutely need a much bigger bag. But because I'm able to share the load with Ethan, I don't have to worry about it quite as much. We can, you know, suck in some of our gear and and it's a little bit smaller when you've got two people. So Ethan's bag, though, is a little more ridiculous looking. He's hiking with the Kelty Trekker 65. It's an external frame backpack. So it's one of those ones that sticks up like 18 feet off of his shoulders. It's insane looking. And he looks like he's going out for like a month in the Arctic. Um, He's using that bag because he does have some lower back issues. And that helps to put the weight a little bit higher up in a place where he supports it better. And also because the shoulder straps are adjustable. He has relatively broad broad shoulders. And with some of his other bags, he was having trouble with chafing along the inside of his neck. So he was able to, with this bag, adjust the straps outwards so that they don't rub in those places that he was having trouble with. So it works out pretty well. He's got a 65 liter backpack with just a lot of extra frame space where we can put the bigger, puffier things like the sleeping bag and those kind of things. And then I've got the slightly more compact stuff stuffed into my bag. 
As far as tents go, we're working with the North Face Talus 2. Uh, that is a three-person tent. I don't know how anyone hiking with two people can hike with a two-person tent because they're just so small. I don't even know where you put your gear. I can't figure it out. I don't like it. I like to be able to have my stuff in the bag at, or in the tent by my feet where I know where it's at and it's not going to soaked or chipmunked or whatever. So the Talus 2 allows us to do that. Uh, we got very lucky a couple of years back. My dad worked for a company that worked for North Face, so we got a pretty steep discount on that tent. And it served us very well for what's going on three years now. We've not had a single incident with it. In fact, last October we were camping and got hailed on really, really badly, and the tent made it through like a champ. Absolutely nothing wrong with it after that. And it was... That was rough. We bugged out of that campsite pretty quickly as soon as the hail stopped. But regardless, it's a great tent. It's a three-season tent, so it stays a little bit warmer, and it's small enough that it keeps all of our heat in, but it's big enough that we have enough space to fit some of our gear. So our big upgrade this year is our new sleeping bag. We've decided to go towards a two-person sleeping bag, and we went for the Big Agnes Sentinel 30. We found a really good deal on steepandcheap.com, and we bought last year's colors. So pro tip, if you're looking for some good gear, hit steep and cheap in the spring and summer, and you can get last year's gear for just pennies on the cost. So we got a really, really good deal on this sleeping bag. We haven't had a chance to use it in the wild because we've been thwarted on, I think, three different camp trips this year because of just the terrible weather here in Wisconsin. But this one we did use while we were camping up in my fight room after getting thwarted one night. And, uh, oh good, a siren. So... This is one of the things we're getting away from, is the sirens. Welcome to Milwaukee. Uh, We do live really really near the fire department, but it still can be just a little annoying. Anyhow, so the Big Agnes Sentinel 30, it's the comfiest sleeping bag I've ever slept in in my life. I don't think I've ever had as good of a night's sleep in a sleeping bag as I did in this sleeping bag. It's roomy. I can move around and sleep on my side and pull my legs up by my chest and then splay them back out and not feel like I'm squished like a sausage. I don't know what it is about mummy bags. I've used them for years, but this is life-changing, and I'm really excited to never sleep in a mummy bag ever again. And to go with it, it does have, um, it's got this almost like pillowcase on the back with little loops, and you slide the the sleeping pad, the Big Agnes Q-Core SLX inside of it, and it does not allow you to roll off of your sleeping mat. I have never, ever, ever been able to stay on my sleeping mat all night long with mummy bags and with those tiny little sleeping mats. They just do not cut it for me, even when I'm using a kid's sleeping bag and the extra small sleeping pad because I don't need a full-size sleeping pad. But this keeps me from waking up on the cold ground every single morning, like I always do. So I'm really excited to actually put both of those into use here in the field on the trail. The one big downfall to the Big Agnes Q-Core SLX sleeping pad is it is massive. It's like three inches thick. And so while that will keep you nice and warm and toasty and off the ground, it you would probably die of asphyxiation if you tried to fill this thing up with your lungs. 
It's huge. It takes so much air. So we've invested in a pump sack. I need to look up exactly which brand that is, but I'll talk about it from the trail. Um, But it's got like a spring in it. So it works almost more like a bike pump than like your traditional pump sack. And using it, we've we've blown the the sleeping mat up a couple of times. It does take a long time, but it's totally worth it to not use every single bit of air and dye. So we're excited. I think it's a pretty good trade-off for the level of comfort that you get to just pack an extra pump sack and, you know, deal with that. So I do think this is probably going to be my last update before we hit the trail. So please keep an ear to the ground for some new episodes. Keep an eye on the blog if you'd like. And otherwise, I look forward to hitting the trail with you.